New on Curiosity Stream. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Kim Kardashian. Tycoons are in many ways the lifeblood of society. They are willing to put everything out there. They're willing to lose everything. See how the super elite use their money and power to shape our lives on Tycoons. Plus, from Japan's unbreakable super code to the algorithm mining your Bitcoin, we're breaking down the world's most famous encryptions on cracking the code. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. All right, here we go. <laughs> Please subscribe to the channel. Please. Hey guys, YouTube's got an algorithm and it really, really help us out a lot. If you could like, comment and subscribe, this is how we can get more information out to more people and uh, share the message of Toronto real estate. In Thanks. that order, like, comment, subscribe and hit the damn bell. And you're back. And we are back. Happy Sunday. Sunday morning on a Sunday morning. Look at us. I thought we were always on a Sunday morning. Or it so it's years that we are <laughs> always here. What's what's going on today, Sunday? What do you got going on? Ooh, it was a close one, TK. It's a good thing my wife is so tolerant, I gotta tell you. We okay. are in the midst of a crazy garage sale. Awesome. Getting rid of things for the big move, eh? Oh, boy. Downsizing. Cleansing. A cleansing like no other. People are getting the steals of the century here. Really? You should publicize it. You should put your address out there and let everybody I did, know. I did. I did. Where. By the time this thing airs, it's over. Yeah. Oh, did it start this morning? Did the 6 a.m. 6 garage sale people show up? No, here, this was my morning. Ding dong. What the? Um, are you having a garage sale? Yes, at nine. Um, well, it's almost nine. I said, yeah, almost. Clunk. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 730. It was 8.40. Yeah. But what the hell? Like you can read the posting. You found the place. You just can't wait out on the driveway. Time. You're gonna get you're gonna get first dibs on the you know G.I. Joe action figures. Don't worry. People thought that it today was the first day because my my posts were were sort of the individual days, one for Saturday, one for Sunday. A lot of disappointed people today. Did you even have though some they lost don't leaders? even know what we had. Did you have some lost leaders? You put out some stuff there, you're like Got a 1950s pinball, um, original asteroids, uh, you know, version one, never, ever, ever been in distribution before. It was like a prototype that went off the market for 50 bucks and you get all these people to show up. You're like, oh, sorry, it was sold. Uh, the guy I showed up at six. I almost had this guy convinced that a, a painting we have is a Van Gogh and was Thanks. worth a million dollars. But at the end of the day, he outsmarted me. Yeah, but did he make you the offer for 50 cents or no? Well, so we started at a million pesos. Okay. okay. Yep. But What's then, the it, well, there's a lot of different pesos, it seems. Yep. So we were negotiating in different pesos. Yeah. My peso had a much better exchange rate than his. Yeah, I can tell. But at the end of the day, we just had a very nice masked outdoor conversation. It's beautiful. Could you sell a Van Gogh at a garage sale? I don't know, but like we're selling some pretty nice stuff for a buck a piece today. But do you think if you put a Van Gogh on your driveway and tried to sell it for, you know, as much money as you could get from the garage sale people, do you think mm -hmm. it would sell? I don't think I'd be able to let it go for what they were willing to pay, but it would be an interesting human experiment to see. Hey, Hold on a sec. I got the wrong background up. What's going on here? No, you got the right background. No, look closely. No? Spring flower. Um, oh, yeah, you're missing. So we don't have our joined our joined logo in the middle. There you go. Our conjoined twins. So excellent. So this so, is so someone would buy the Van Gogh, like eventually, if you didn't know what it was worth. I think no one would believe it was real if it was real. But still, someone would make you an offer. An offer, find a buyer. sure. Yeah. You'd listen. find a buyer. But 
how much more money would you get if you went to an art dealer, right? And asked them to sell it for you because they knew what time of year to sell it. They knew uh, what the value should be, what the starting price should be, who the target market would be, right? I know where you're heading with this, Mr. Agent. Man. Right. They would know they would know what type of, you know, premise behind the painting was there, why he was painting it, who he was painting it for, the history, who owned it throughout the entire lifespan of the painting so that they could find a buyer who would pay you a lot more money. Now, would that painting sell for a lot more money with the art dealer than it would at the garage sale? Maybe millions more, hundreds of thousands more? I would imagine it would be way worse selling it by owner than it would be in the proper institution designed specifically for sale of these type of products. And that's why marketing as an agent is so important because if you're not reaching the right buyer, you don't end up getting the most amount of money possible. Because anybody can sell their home. here. Anybody can sell their home. You can right. sell your... At Toronto people, you can sell your own home. You it's can. not a secret. It's, it's very not. easy. If you do the right things, you, you can get it sold. But yes. how much money are you losing because you didn't sell it to the right buyer? That's right. So. And, and it is, in fact, very, very true. But having said that, you could end up with the right or the wrong trained professional 100 percent. yes it happens 100%. often i was at a house yesterday and it was in uh, ajax and uh you know nice nice lady and um we were just going over some sales in her area and we had a sale that we had sold where it was like we sold for 100 grand more than what one like the same house sold for two days earlier back in february right so obviously that person was upset knowing that they got you know much less money for their house and and we had sold it uh, their neighbor for so much higher and then I'm at this lady's house and I look and I see that her neighbor had just sold because it was a sold sign two doors down and I had the listing there and I showed her it was listed for 700. It sold for 700 in three days. And it says uh, um, offer date, August 9th, um, sold date, August 5th. So they took a bully offer after three days, four days early before the offer date. And it was for full price. Mm. Okay. Two different agents involved. So then I'm looking at all the other sales in the neighborhood. They're like one and a half story, like, wartime you know homes big lots central ajax pretty common they're all very similar there's not much special about you know each and every one of them and it was clear that most of the ones that had been renovated like their neighbors were selling for 750. so that neighbor actually sold fifty thousand dollars less than they should because they took a bully offer whoa yeah so it happens often like people think like oh no it's the market you just put the sign on the lawn and you know the buyers will be lining up to pay you over asking and three percent higher than the last sale on the street like it is, so, it is consistently proven wrong. So, so, but okay. But you have two sides of that coin. You have two agents involved. So you have one smart enough to get the bully offer the bully through offer and in. across the line. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah. other one is an asshole for accepting the bully offer. Yep. All right. And here we go with Toronto real estate. It's a very confusing place to be. It's yep. still confusing out there because what do we have? We have slowing sales and higher prices. And then we have articles saying stuff like, well, you know, Canada's bubble has burst, right? Canada, mm. a lot of Canada's bubble bursting, but like, yeah, like someplace in Alberta and all these places in Nova Scotia, like Toronto is not bursting. Toronto is a different animal, right? Toronto, Vancouver, different animals. I don't know why Vancouver, other than proximity to Asia, but Toronto and Vancouver are bananas. Toronto, I understand it. I live here. I like it. It's a good place to live. Mm -hmm. But what's going on here, right? What the hell is going on here? Students are back, right? Toronto sees back to school rush for accommodations as students prepare to return to the city. Yes, finally. Yep. I'm all... I'm sick and tired of sitting at home in the mom's basement doing my online courses at Ryerson and U of T. And, you know, every five minutes, my mom's asking me, do I want, you know, apple juice or some apple slices? And, you know, what do Where I want for lunch? And am I going to clean up my room after I'm done? <laughs> and they're like, mom, 
<laughs> I'm going to med school. <laughs> you know, like I need to get my own place. Yeah. Right. No. And, so, and some of them have already been out and had to go back in, which is like, yeah, like back in the womb. This is not good. Nobody wants to go backwards. No, that's not good. That's not good okay. for the ego. Oh right. God, got to feel imagine? 21 years old. You got to feel like you're you're moving up in the world, that you're you're now an adult and you're going into the uh, the real deal. Well, so but now we have like we have this article here and we have, in fact, lots of evidence that the market's going bananas downtown with condo rentals for students looking mm. for accommodations. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the fourth wave is here, TK fourth wave oh no One, two three four <laughs> the variants are coming <laughs> the fourth wave is here are we going to get yeah. shut down are we going to get shut down are the students going to be allowed to go to school are they going to yeah. have to be vaccinated in order to go to school or in order to get into the accommodations they so desperately want to be part of to get away from their parents I'm glad that they're naming the variants after Greek letters now instead of like the country of origin because so calling it the called, like the Brazilian Lombada? variant, calling it the Brazilian variant or the South African variant or something like that really like alienates that country. One's called like the Lombada. The Lombada? I haven't That's heard that. The one. Forbidden Dance. That's the Forbidden Dance. <laughs> That's funny. They call the Lombada Lombactic? Lombush. Yeah, I think you're the dancer. I think I think we decided on that at the beginning when we started the show that you would be the guy who dances. And next week, I will have my lombada prepared for everybody. Okay, yeah. so but we have students coming back. That's one thing off the checklist that we have been talking about for a long time. We have our friend Nasma Ali saying like 15 offers on rental condos. This is crazy in in Hamilton. In oh, I have Hamilton. a case study. Case study. Go. Earlier this year, I had a client rent out their condo for one year, and the last sale in the building was twenty five. Or last lease was twenty five or twenty six hundred. We ended up getting twenty seven hundred. For what? They, for what? They got a three, a two plus den, but it's really used as a three bedroom at uh, seven seventy Bay Street. Okay, so I'm only talking about this one building, Bay and College, part of the city, financial district. Okay, two plus den for how? How much space? The space is about eight hundred. Okay, and uh, they got 800 for 20 and there was 25 2600 we got 27 but we structured the lease with the discounts so it's actually a 3200 a month lease because that they were getting 3300 before from the old tenants yeah. and so after one year it'll go back to that we've talked about that many times okay um we thought that that was reasonable and at the time in april maybe that's what the going rent rent rate was and there was no way you were getting more that same unit is now leasing for $3,500 a month. Yes. Okay. It's going to be crazy. Exact same soon. unit. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. So that's one thing that we were waiting on, right, is the student, the influx of students. Now, another thing that we kind of had our eyes on was Canada on track to meet ambitious 2021 immigration target, minister says. Minister said... Right. So your your face says it all. How That's the true. fuck? They're like 25% of the way. They're, they're, how can we be bringing in so many people when the border's yeah. been shut down? And, you know, we're only bringing in planes if you have COVID on the plane. Isn't yeah. that the rule now? Well, if you don't, we'll give it to you on the plane. We'll make sure that you yeah. have your COVID we'll sure before you, you get to the before you get here. airport. Herd immunity. Yeah. That's right. That's the only yeah. way to do it. So only 1% oh, will die. So it's not. like an earthquake over here. Hang on stabilize so okay so but this is the other thing so somehow the government who does not ever okay i want to be clear about this the, the government never manipulates numbers ever and now we have somehow in a in a pretty pandemic filled year we're on track to hit our four hundred thousand plus immigrants coming to canada where the hmm. hell are they going so, but the real truth is, if you read past the headline, which yeah. most people do not do, right? Yeah. We're special here. We read like at least, at the least next two sentence. paragraphs. <laughs> okay, paragraph, fine. 
you're far more diligent than I. But the truth of the matter is, is that they are granting status to landed people. They are here. They are here with the hopes that if they are now considered citizens, they will lay down their roots with purchases rather than rentals. Yes. And that would have meant that whenever they landed here, they either had to have a ton of money or they had to have made a ton of money to be able to purchase or willing to live, you know, six people in a two plus den that's under 800 square feet. Okay. Cause we yeah, have, as far as, as far as people coming into the country, as far as like new, um, new immigrants who actually weren't here already. Three people, you know, we're not, yeah, we're like a third. We're like a third. A third. What's a third? Yeah. 150? 125,000? Yeah. About, about 150,000 by the end of um, July. At the, so, as of the end of July. But we've been talking about it. I mean, at some point, these numbers will, in fact, be close to real, right? And we mm-hmm. will feel like there is an act, like, holy cow, there's a lot of new people I haven't noticed around here before, right? Holy yeah. cow, there's like, nothing to buy anymore because it's all gone because of all these new people that actually are new that just got here that actually need a new place to stay because the people that are landed they don't need a place to stay i mean have a place to stay i mean based on all of the data that you and i have collected with our surveys about homeless people most Mm. of them live somewhere they got a home and even if they do decide to buy and it happens to be in the gta because that's where they want to be that's not that easy like everyone's got budget restraints. That's They've got, I'm you know, saying. supply issues. Like it could take another three years before they actually end up are like, they say, look, I'm ready to buy. I got my job. I got my down payment, but it could take them a long time before they're able to buy and actually be able to enter the market. Local people can't do it. How right? the heck are they doing it? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I mean, local people and immigrants are willing to take different kinds of work at different kinds of pay levels, right? So like not all immigrants, but I mean, the reality is that the ones that are being targeted, right? Mm -hmm. The ones with the money, they get status like right away. It's not a thing. Mm -hmm. It's the the immigrants that are kind of slogging it and working really hard for a little bit of money. How the fuck are they ever going to save enough money to buy something? Or they have to move really far and have to travel. I think the typical immigrant Most story in, in, in Toronto is, um, you know, multiple family members on title. Um, I got a deal closing, uh, what was it the end the end of August, you know, and they've done like two or three name changes, right? Add this person, take away that person, add this person, right? Like that's okay. That's, that's part of getting financing, right? Is the bank wants to see that everybody on title has got, uh, the right debt uh, service ratio and that they can actually afford to make those payments. And depending on if they own something, you know, you might go to your brother. So, you know, um, that's, that's also very common, right? So your brother, he's the one with all the income and he's on like three or four different mortgages for his family members. Right. Because right. that's thankfully most of the, the um, cultures that come to Toronto are very family oriented. Right. Like imagine if they were all coming here and then just saying, you're on your own, you know, good luck. Yeah. Y- you know, you'd have a really, really difficult Fly, time assimilating into, into the culture. But I feel like there's a there's a lot of people who come here and they're all very supportive and they take care of their uh, parents. They, you know, try to get their kids into the best schools. They work hard. I think we have a great immigrant population. You know, I'm, I'm excited to welcome more people. Yeah, so and check this out. If it wasn't hard enough. OK. Toronto real estate prices grew the most in Agent Court and Jane and Finch. Come on. Those, those were affordable areas yesterday. Agent Court makes sense. Agent Court makes sense. It's a really good school district. But Jane and Finch. The average price of Jane and Finch is higher than Agent Court. How did this happen? Is it? No way. I'm sharing no, my screen, TK. It uh, it, uh, it increased. Do this. It increased more. Check this out. Okay, fine. Whatever. Average selling prices in Agent Court and Jane and Finch grew 22 and 23% year over year, respectively. Look at that. Exactly. So the Lambo. rate of growth was higher in Jane and Finch. Lambo. Where's yeah. that? Jane and Finch? Maybe. That's on Highfield. 
Now the averages in both areas are higher than downtown east from Cabbage Town to the waterfront. What the frig is going on here? Okay. In July 2020, Trev reported that the average selling price for a home in Agent Court was $675,890, coming in marginally higher than Rexdale, $624. That's not marginally higher. Malvern at $650, and Jane and Finch. Oh, sorry, I was wrong. It's only six grand cheaper, Jane and Finch, than Agent Court. That was July 2020. So now in July 2021, they're looking at the average increase. Yeah. So the increase has been. Look, quite a bit. Oh yeah, it's higher. It's higher. It's higher in Jane and Finch. I did read the second paragraph. Brutal. Look. Brutal. Eight How is that even possible? How yeah. is this possible? So when Malvern jumped up the most in 2018 out of every single um, neighborhood in all of the GTA, that was the fastest growing neighborhood out there. Um, it was because it was the most affordable one. So when you immigrate to, to Canada, you don't care if you got to live in Malvern. Like, you're, you know, if you're coming from somewhere like, um, you know, Afghanistan or, you know, Syria or something like that, it's just like Malvern is a walk in the park, you know, like you're sure. laying it on the oh line, right? God. You're like, no, no, Malvern, I'm, I'm going to get a 20% mean, discount to move there. Sure. So I Jane don't and Finch have is to no check big deal. for landmines before I go to the store. Exactly. Right. So that's why we had such an increase in that, uh, in the Malvern area. So imagine the same things going on in Jane Finch, which I've never sold a house at Jane and Finch. I just sold one at Jane and uh, Wilson. But Jane and Finch, I, uh, a, I stay away from. a rough area. Yeah, I stay away from. Wow. I mean, but now it seems to be uh, in the upper, like it's almost at the average price for Toronto. Well, it should be. I mean, it's in the Toronto borders. It's, it's located near transit. It's got, you know, great, like there's great bungalows on nice lots. Like there's a lot of nice houses in that area. Really, like it's just the Jane apartment buildings. The apartment buildings and the townhouses that cause the problems, right? We are going to see mass evictions in the Jane and Finch area. That is my newest prediction. In the next 12 months, we will hear stories about mass evictions in the Jane and Finch area as developers come in and buy old apartment buildings with tons of land and Mm. kick everybody out and raise the rent from what the hell's the rent out there? 1200 bucks no it's not cheap no 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 this is you can still you can still pay market yeah you can still pay market rents up there it's it's uh, competitive wow i'm not in tune with the jane and finch area apparently yeah you'd be surprised it's just when there's government housing involved and all that kind of stuff you know people are getting uh, better deals. And if someone's been there for a while, then maybe they've got like an $800 a month, three bedroom or whatever that they've had for 20 years. But it's mostly government money. housing and stuff like that, that keeps the income uh, levels so low, but you go to a regular building there. That's got a nice clean three bedroom. You know, you're still going to be probably 2,500 bucks or more. Mm. I will look elsewhere personally, but, yeah. uh, that's, that's good news. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like there's a bad place to buy anymore. It's like, I agree. Better grab something. I agree. I was thinking about that um, in Scarborough in Galloway, right? Hmm. So Galloway is an area that is surrounded by, you know, Guildwood to the south, West Hill to the east, um, you know, Orton Park, Scarborough Golf Club to the west. They have Um, their own biker gang named after the area, don't they? I don't think it's a biker gang. What are they? I think it's... um, Scary dudes, no? Galloway yeah. boys. Yeah. But they would probably be mostly Jamaican. Jamaican. Yeah. But um, anyways, back to the topic, Daryl. Well, you said Galloway. <laughs> very under, I want to under, paint the picture. Under, yeah. So very underperforming real estate in that neighborhood, right? Where there's a lot of great, nice lots. There's a lot of, you know, good to transit. You're right down the street, Kingston Road. Yeah. You know? It goes Scarborough Golf Club. You know where it is. Scarborough Golf right. Club, Kingston Road. A- and then you go east and then you're at Galloway. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Uh, Firmland bought it, the deal there at Galloway and Lawrence. It was uh, oh the Brownfields, Brownstone. uh, yeah. Brownstones or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that townhouse site. But that's getting rezoned. What is? What are they doing there now? Midrise. Midrise. Yeah. Good. Yeah, What's, great. There's like it. lousy buildings across the street, but those get cleaned up over time. Things change. Neighborhoods change. Look at Everything. Regent Park. 
everything. You drive That's down, what I was thinking. Regent Park is such a crazy example, right? Jane and Finch will be the next Regent Park project. The city yeah. will partner with like a Daniels or a gigantic developer. And look how many buildings there are down in that neighborhood when you drive along anywhere Queen, Richmond, Dundas. It's just like, what's just going on? Drive down Finch where the new LRT is like starting to happen. And like, you just see how much possibility there is for more densification and intensification. It's crazy. It's like, a, mm -hmm. It's like Kingston Road. It's like just big, open, beautiful parcels of land mm -hmm. that, you know, at some point, you know, planning will get on board and, you know, give the right zoning. Yeah. Well, what, what, what were you talking about there with um, Aleem last week, who, who was a great guest, by the way. Let's just give a quick shout out Boom. last week. Much Aleem better did a than, great job. than this guest, I'll tell you. So <laughs> Aleem did a great job. It? Aleem did Aleem did a great job last week and and really had a lot of info. He was he was packed with knowledge, right? So shout out knowledge. if you haven't watched that episode last week's episode with the TTC uh, union boss is a representative. You should you should watch up, it. You don't want to be on the wrong side of the tracks with that guy. No, he's a, he's a union zing. boss. TTC, yep. yeah, zing. But uh, so I'll that area you, that you're talking about. But the honest to God truth is that yeah. he, if you're if you're a developer, you should know everything that he already talked about, because that's like rule number one: follow the transit, right? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But but for for most people, that was extraordinarily insightful stuff, and most people don't know where things are heading to next. Even as a real estate agent, I should know all that kind of stuff, and I don't because there's really. just too big. It's too big of a system to for me to have to know it all. You know? You'd know it if you were in pre-construction real estate, right? Probably. But it doesn't matter yeah. when, when you're selling built stuff. Yeah, It's built. This is what's around. This is what's Here's here what's now. Coming, right? They've been telling us the Scarborough subway system's coming for years. Imagine if I was promising that for the last 10 years. Yeah. Subways is, are coming, all right? Then now's the time to buy. You got to yeah, get in early. Is... Don't don't wait, okay? Don't wait. The, the subways are coming, I swear. Where are they going? They're over there. They're down there. They're uh, maybe even in the sky. But until they are under construction, yeah, they are not happening anytime soon. Yeah, exactly. That's just the thing. Or well, there's stages, right? But they generally, you know, you know what's coming down the pipe years ahead. If you're mm -hmm. a really good developer and you are in with somebody, you know, mm -hmm. like you're a really good developer, and you make it happen. In with somebody, you know, yeah. even earlier than the you know, the guys like me who yeah. don't know somebody, although now the possibilities. Maybe, maybe you, you got connections now. Yeah, Doug Ford you. Doug Ford is obviously a premier of Ontario and a connected politician and a businessman who's been around for a long time. It would be safe to assume that he is friends with many different developers in the province of Ontario who are responsible for the constructions of thousands and thousands of properties every single year. It's safe to say that. I think you would probably be correct in assuming this. It's safe to say that. So a new Ontario line, right, that's getting funded by the province of Ontario that is being constructed in an area that many developers own properties in because the municipal government in Toronto was not able to or willing to pass appropriate lines the way that these developers would wish that they would pass seemed very convenient that that would happen right so it, it's, if, it, it's extraordinarily convenient that like Vaughn City Place is like right in the right place right for a subway yep. station yes. or same thing like far out east in the downtown where there's going to be like a whole new transit hub in this I think Cadillac Fairview bought it from Great Golf, but like there's a pattern forming here mm -hmm. where infrastructure. So what leads? That's the question. What leads? Does the land purchase 50 years ago lead the um, decisions of where transit heads or is it donations and inside information that that's decides <clears throat> the land after. is first the land let's go let's do a timeline the, land can, is purchased yes how long ago land is, land is purchased 10 to 30 years prior we start pushing for pushing and pushing going this right? is the 
perfect fucking spot. Uh, okay. We put up all this lobbying. Money. Lobbying, yeah. right? There's some nice yeah. lobbying going on. Some real Where good, do you, you like know, to go? utopia-based kind of like? advertisements, that kind what of do stuff. you need for your campaign? Then when the roadblocks start to hit, then they start grooming the young politicians, right? Yes. So wine and dining, golf course, vacations on a that. private island. And it's like, this. right, you you would make a great premier. You would make, oh, you, you should be mayor. You know, you could even be prime minister. And Put this crack pipe in your mouth. Just support, just support, for support. A what do you want to be? You want to be a counselor first? Yeah, let's make you a counselor. You like girls? Sure. You let's, like women? let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Come hang out of this apartment building. Oh, you got a brother, eh? <laughs> so that timeline eventually gets to yeah 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 no problem i'll support you whatever you need oh you got other businesses hey i got friends in those businesses they need contracts signed right so forward step forward now all of a sudden we've got opportunities can't get your buddies on board how come you can't you get you can't get your buddies on board come on get your buddies on board tell them they need to vote the way that you're you're thinking no okay we're gonna do it ourselves let's fund it Let's just go over and above, cut, cut. Have you heard of municipal zoning orders? Yeah. Okay. We're going to use some of those. All right. This is a good time to implement. Nobody's going to give a shit. Don't worry about Nobody's it. Nobody's going to care. It's going to make the papers for three days. Don't worry. Yeah. It'll, it'll pass. We'll get it through. Don't worry. And now we're getting, now we're getting transit. This is a really sad truth, but at the end of the day, it's the only way it's going to happen. It has to happen. It's the only, all the states have this figured out. The states are so much more ahead of us in the corrupt government official oh. to streamline construction and development. They are like light years ahead of us, you know? They are. I think they focused on other things, though. Like, I think Canada especially, like, we've kind of figured it out. Like, yeah, we have lots of natural resources and we can make products, but you know what we really do best? Import humans. I was about to say, how is people... Need? Yeah. What, do, what do humans need? They need a place to live, right? Mm -hmm. And then once they have a place to live, what do they need? They need a whole bunch of stuff, right? Yeah. They got to fill the box with stuff now. And this is a beautiful... And we'll box. buy it from you guys. We'll buy it Listen, from you. At the you end, make, you we'll make buy it. it back from you. Yeah. Nothing will right. happen here. It's Canada. You bounce a check. Don't worry about it. You want to go bankrupt? Hey, hey, just go hey, bankrupt. Everyone needs, everyone needs a second chance. Everybody goes bankrupt once. Yeah. Right? If you, you haven't gone bankrupt, bankrupt once, once, have you even tried? You haven't tried hard <laughs> enough. Excellent. Right. So, yeah. And this is where we are. And so what what works in this environment? There's only one thing that works up, 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 up. It could be steadily up and it could occasionally drop, but it has to go up. And yeah. in order for it to go up, what do we need? We need more people. We, that's all mm -hmm. we need here is just more people too many people more people than the sewer system can handle and the transit system can handle and we don't have a place for them already but like we need yeah. more of them because what does that do it drives the prices up and it creates scarcity right mm -hmm. and what happens when the prices go up on stock that's already existing and built tax dollars go up right Instantly. and we save everyone from bankruptcy those houses See? are going to sell anyways, and yep. we inflate away the bankruptcy, yep. right? Including and it just disappears. Especially yep. the government's bankruptcy. That's yep. the one that really needs to get delayed the most. We should take right? care of us first. Yeah. Well, it's funny how you say, have you, have you, have you said uh, overloaded sewers? Um, I was talking to a guy who's building in Collingwood, and they have a water moratorium there, and they had to stop building because of how much development and everything else that's been going on there. So I guess they got to figure out their, um, their water you know, supply and the infrastructure to see yeah. how they can fix this because they've maybe given out too many permits or maybe he's at the development stage and he's basically ready to build and they're just not giving him his permits until they have it all sorted out. What a wonderful way to create jobs though, by actually doing some more infrastructure work in places that they will allow you to put more stuff, right? And what an opportunity for a developer who owns a company that does infrastructure to come in and say, yeah, sure, I'll get it done. But I just need to have this land over here that's environmentally protected, you know, given back to the people because the people need it so that we can build more housing. We're here to help. To utilize the infrastructure and I'll bring the cost way down. We're only here to help. I mean, yeah, we, we want to grow the community, community centers, schools, parks. What do you need? Do you need Shopping arena? mall? You want an arena named an after arena? myself? Yeah. We can get you. 
<laughs> I'll do it. I'll name an arena after myself. Absolutely. I got no problem doing it. You guys want, you know, soccer fields, whatever it is. I'm in. And yeah. I will reap all the benefits of this and I will look like a hero. And yeah. they will all celebrate my death one day. As with a statue of with a statue made of bronze. <laughs> this is my like dream, Daryl. This this it is it's I I believe in you, Daryl. This is gonna be you. You're you are gonna be the Kingston Road version of um magna uh stronic in aurora wow it'll be the daryl the daryl frankfurt center i don't know if i'm gonna stick around kingston road baby i think i'm gonna move on okay well i like looking at looking at something in north york with this guy i know north york yeah good so there's a few avenues average price there highest growing average price is in north york according to a wonderful source uh, it was some article I read this week. I mm. do not have it, though. Reliable but that's source. what they said. Yeah. Very reliable source. I read it on the internet. It has to be absolutely true. You rely on their stats. Yeah, absolutely. I do. But I Good. think, listen, Kingston Road, man, there's like a lot of action there right now. Mm-hmm. I am not the smartest guy in the city. I'm not the only one who figured it out. And what's going on? Although I will take what do you know? quite a bit what of you, it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that, that site for sure. But what about um, the other sites? Is anybody else getting approvals? Has anybody gotten an approval lately? Has anyone gotten approval for anything in the last 18 months? 18 months? Yeah. There's stuff that came online there recently. I don't know if they got approvals, but they, they launched. That's what I mean. They Okay. But but how many people have lot. actually there's had got their zoning in the last year? Nothing. Nothing that I really can think about. Maybe one. I don't know they if they were like zoning. Yeah, Maybe they were zoning like s- not approved. Seven final. years in the process, and then they finally just got it stamped because it was going to be done anyways, and it happened yeah. eight months after it should have. Yeah, I'm nervous that ours is going to take much longer than expected. Yeah. Unfortunately. But, uh, I mean, this is how we handle a crisis, mm-hmm. right? We slow things down. Everybody relax. I know... We need more housing, but we have to make sure first we have to make sure that this application is complete because we gave them a yeah. checklist. We gave them a checklist and now we have to check it against the checklist. Right. Of course. Because, I mean, if they forgot a form, they got to wait another 30 days for us to yeah. check it against the checklist again. Yeah. Right. And this could impact the, the ecosystem. If in fact, well, it will because we'll print more forms. Doesn't somebody because think about the butterflies? To, we have to do an internal check in each department to make sure that you have a complete application for development. So mm-hmm. everybody has to check their end. And I don't know how long it's going to take in transportation. They're really busy down there. Can we pan to some monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> Editor, pan to the monkeys. No, but it's yeah. crazy. The levels of craziness that you have to go through. So, so first... I'm not kidding. They have 30 days to say, yes, this is considered complete. Okay. But you've, your application's in, so you're waiting the 30 days right now. I am hoping it's complete. Now, what I gather is that they could go, oh, I forgot to put this on the checklist. <laughs> you have to go get this report done that's going to take like 90 days to get back from, from the consultant. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, do you know what 90 days costs me right now? Uh, sorry, like we're super understaffed right now. You know, we are in a housing crisis where we're doing our best. <laughs> yeah. COVID. COVID crisis. COVID. Uh, but anyways, it seems to me that everything looks like at least if you're hoping the market's going to go up, we are heading in a great direction. Because if in fact they're right that all the people that are landed are actually going to start buying stuff, right? Well, let's, We're well, definitely let's talk. seeing what? seeing rental activity increase, like for sure, yeah, crazy, crazy, There's, crazy. And and right? and we're seeing actually we're seeing offers, we're seeing number of showings. My dad's got a listing right now at Scarborough Golf Club in Lawrence that's had over 120 showings in four days. A house, a house. Okay. okay. How many? What? 120 in four days. What like including it? today. So it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Fourth day. What is it? What is it? It's a, 
four level back split with a double car garage on a 50 by 110 foot lot. That's dated from the 60s, priced at 800,000, and the value is probably between a million and 1.150. Bully offers? Any bully offers? We got any bully offers yet? Not, not accepting. Are we accepting bully? Not accepting bully offers. Mean? What does this mean about your father? Is he a genius or is he a. He devil? was under the pricing. No, the pricing strategy, he understands that he's trying to get the most for his client. So, mm. so anyway, holding back offers. And lots we of showings. Are going to kill it. Well, with lots of showings, I mean, how many offers do we need? If there's a hundred. They're not like just walk. Like, it's not like it's a. He'll, he'll get probably there. 20 offers. 20 offers. Yeah. Because there'll be a bunch of people delusional thinking that they're going to get the place between 800 and 950. Let's lowball them. Let's go in at 650 right? and see what happens. So just the see what happens like, just, to bump, just to bump it up. You assholes. Yeah. Why am I working with you? I hate my mother, right? <laughs> like, why did my mother give you my number? For God's sakes. <laughs> now I got to yeah. deal with this all day because my mom will kill me if I tell you go fuck yourself. Yeah, you're a referral from my mom it's of bloody. all the people. Your son didn't do us nothing. He couldn't get us a house. He's an asshole. He kept telling us we were wrong. Tell him to get a real job. Yeah, he wouldn't do what we told him to do. He kept trying to pressure us to pay over asking. I can't over believe it. Over asking. Yeah. yeah. There's people like that, you know, where they are stuck, unfortunately, in their old way of thinking, and it never allows them to get into the market. Right? Sure. Think about all the guys. Think about the geniuses of... July 2020, August 2020, October 2020, who went into, went into a bidding war with 10 offers and overpaid. Right. They're laughing Who's right now. laughing now? They're laughing. They made 100 grand in a year that I'll they could never have saved uh, sitting at home waiting for the market to go down. Like, I, we bought right at a peak, okay? And we have not come back from that peak. Now, I for multiple reasons, believe that it's going to take off like crazy. But like right now, like and at certain points, probably during COVID, that if you were sitting on a particular peak, it was very hard to kind of see up, but yeah. very easy to see down. Right. And yeah. and it's like right now where we bought, it's like kind of like we're, we're teeter tottering. Right. Like we feel like it's going to go up and everything indicates that it's going to go up, but it really isn't going up yet. Hasn't gone up yet. I think every area, every area is different. I haven't really looked too much into specifics in that neighborhood, but I but think check, every area has 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 had some growth. So since check this March out, and April. though. So we go to our friend's house the other day yeah. for a, an outdoor visit on their mm -hmm. beautiful, gigantic, huge, beautiful L-shaped sofa, and it was really nice. And we were talking about our purchase, and you know, he goes on to House Sigma. And he starts to see, you know, what we paid and he starts digging around to see like what other people paid. He's like, oh, oh, this one, like two months before you paid like a lot less for it's a nicer house over there. Mm -hmm. like, oh, man, don't tell me this stuff. Stop, like, stop I don't want to know. It. <laughs> I haven't looked for months. Leave me alone. I don't want to yeah, know yeah, this. Yeah. And I was like, don't worry. It's going up. It's just it's a little weird spot right now. It's a little lull. It's the yeah. calm before the storm. But am I telling myself this because I have a vested interest in believing this? Or is it because I am on this fine show week after week? I, th I think because you want to be happy. And that I've when people, if you, if you don't want to be happy, then what you should do is you should look at what all your neighbors are selling their houses for every yes. single week. <laughs> and that will, lead you to a <laughs> that will lead you to a miserable life, I promise you. Yeah. Because no matter what, you will always find a better deal or a better house or something else that's going to make you feel a certain way. Um, and the happiest people that I deal with are the ones who, you know, walk in, do their research, make sure they find the best house for the best price, buy that house. Ten years later, they call me. They say, I'm ready to sell. No idea what my house is worth. Let's put it on the market. Let's get the most. Oh, my gosh. It's way more than I paid ten years ago. This has been a great investment. I love my life. And now I'm moving on to the next stage. You bought it and five so years happy. ago. It doubled. They're so happy. Doubled five yeah. years. Yeah. Is it going to happen in the next five years? You betcha. Yeah. You betcha. I'm selling that thing for over three million bucks. You watch. Boom. Boom. You watch. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna track this. Yeah. We're gonna track this.
Well, let's not track what the neighbors are selling their houses for. No, not until my house is worth less. In five years. In the next little while, when it takes off and all of a sudden something sold for more than mine, we can talk about it every day, all day. Okay. But until then, yeah, when you see something sell around there for hire, you let me know right away, please. (laughs) It's not good. It's not going to help you. Check this out. GTA home prices forecast to rise another 50,000 between July and October. So where are we right now? We're in the middle of August. Not much time left. Is this is this in fact possible, TK? Read uh read it again. GTA home prices forecast to rise another 50,000. So average price okay. is going to go up another 50000 in the GTA by October. So what are we? Half of August, so September 15th. So mm-hmm. we got six weeks to go up another fifty grand, according to this article that came out. When did this come out? This is weird. August 12th, and it's talking about between July and October. Mm-hmm. Isn't that odd? Yeah, I mean, definitely possible. I don't see that. I don't see why we're going to not have an increase. Like I said, with all these showings right now and all this uh, activity, we're definitely into another fourth wave of real estate pandemonium. Isn't that interesting how the waves I swear we are. are yeah. Are, They're coinciding with each other. In tandem with each other. Yeah. Is that is that in fact Like I'm dead se- I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Right now there is more active. There is like no inventory out there whatsoever. It is crazy. If someone Talk is saying that they're going to wait to put their house on the market for another 30 or 60 days, it is foolish because right now you have no competition whatsoever. Nothing. So tell me like are we having like crazy like you said 120 showings. Are we having crazy bidding wars again? Absolutely, yeah. We bidding have, wars again, are back. Oh, bidding wars are back everywhere. 50, 50 when did they leave? When did, when, did, when, did, when did bidding wars leave? Okay, so hold on a sec. No. We need a bidding war meter because... Here's the issue. Let me just tell you what the issue is, okay? We need, we need to know... We need to set something here. Like, we need this, to know what is considered high, medium, and low overdrive. Okay, let's start with that first. Okay. First of all, if you can get a 5 to 10 showing a day property... Okay. You're in a, you know, for the offer date, whether it's six, seven days, whatever it is, but if you're getting five to 10 showings a day, that is incredibly hot. That's going to lead to 35 to 70 showings at the end of the week. Right. That's fantastic. That's good. Fantastic. What what, what, what do we say? Like what 10% is going to be offers or 2% is offers or what do we say? What do we say? What do top agents say? I, I would say, you know, there's no real like method. I've seen people where they have 70 showings and no offers, and I've seen nine showings, nine offers, right? So there really there really is nothing. But you should expect in the 10 to 20% offer range if if things are going really well and you've done a good job and everything else. But that's again, that's a total, you know, I made that Very number. Subjective. Up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I made that Okay. Number so up. but you lots of showings, lots of offers. From the realtor's perspective, what, when did they stop? When did this ever stop? So that's fantastic. So are they ramping up again or are they gearing yes. down? Ramping because up. 100%. We definitely sensed a gearing down. Previous. Mar- 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 March was a peak. April was like gearing down. May was gearing down. June was gearing down. July, it started to go up again. And then August, it is now at a level that again, with the amount of activity on some of the listings that are priced really aggressively and stuff, it's safe to say that we are in that hot zone again, where buyers have no choice to go out. People are still looking to buy. And this is the issue. Okay. So enough of that offer date topic. This is the issue. You used to have in order for a house to come on the market. Okay. Someone's got to die. Probate court takes forever right now. Somebody has to get divorced, you know, that was like a thing from last year, you know, less people are getting divorced now again, right? Somebody has to, you know, sell the house because they want to move into another home. How are they going to get another home? Where where are they going to buy? There's 25 offers on houses in Peterborough and, and Barrie and all these. There's no options for people. It's not like you can just say, I'm going to leave the market in the GTA and go to somewhere else. And it's going to be nice and calm and I can get a great deal. And then I can negotiate with a home. No, it's crazy over there too, because everyone's been doing it now for a year and a half. 
So there's no way, unless you're just willing to sell and rent, which is against all, you know, recommended, um, you know, propaganda investment investment strategies that anybody could 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 possibly come up with other than like a few guys on youtube um and grant cardone but uh it's definitely right it's definitely not going to happen very often so we've got an issue where all these clients of ours are trying to move right now they said tk i want to move daryl i want to move i'm ready to go here i am my house is ready all the renovations are done i want to sell but I'm not going to sell until I find the house that I want to move to. We're stuck. We're stuck right now in a market where there's no inventory so that nobody can find a home. And because nobody can find a home, there's no inventory. inventory. Yes. So what changes this crazy price increases? People start going, Holy shit, did you see what they sold their house for? We got to get this thing on the market now, Larry. Now, yeah. Larry. We're, we we got to sell this house now, Larry. Where Larry, move? what are Where you are doing, Larry? Move? Why Esther, are you waiting till November, Larry? Where the fuck are we going to move, Esther? What's going to be different in, in November, Larry? Right? So, yeah, that's the, that's stocks, the issue that we're facing. My stocks are going to hit. My stocks are going to hit. I swear it. This time, my stocks are going to hit. Just I don't want to sell until months. I've got all the sand redone in the interlocking. You know, I got to resand the interlocking, you know? And I can't get I got to find the right color. I got to find the right color. Show up for a quote, for God's sakes, let alone get the work done. You can't do sandstone beige on a gray, on a gray stone. It doesn't make sense. Oh, and they're not going to put the house on the market. And they're not they're not getting sandstone beijing for another 18 weeks, they're telling me. <laughs> it's a it's a supply shortage because of COVID. Because right? Of COVID. So these are the issues we're facing right now. And the right Suez now. Canal. And the Suez Canal that. has caused this whole issue with the sandstone beige, uh, you know, uh, polymeric sand. Among but other things. This this is this is the the ultimate um, challenge that we're facing right now is we do not have enough inventory. So it's causing a um, delay in people putting their properties on the market and it's causing a lot of people stress it's creating pressure on prices to go up and this is what this is what the market is it's been like this for a long time why is everybody surprised well and this is why you go to mississauga and the prices are 1200 bucks a square foot and this is why you go to etobicoke and the prices are 1300 bucks a square foot and this is why you go downtown and it's like 16 1700 square yeah. foot right yeah and you go to scarborough and hopefully it's like a thousand bucks a square foot soon like everywhere else and and here check this out because i think this goes with what we're talking about it it does on some level at some point for sure but i love it jordan scrinko shared it on twitter mm-hmm. and i think it speaks volumes i don't know what this protest was for I don't know if you can kind of read this, but this sign here that Jordan circled is just brilliant. Yes. Shortages don't pop. Bang. Right. Yeah. I mean, the crowd looks pretty young. I don't know what they're protesting. I don't. They don't look that angry. Phrases. They're not yeah. angry. No, nobody's angry in Toronto. Yeah. Unless they're in uh, Agent Court or Jane and Finch. Because they're trying to get into that market, hot hot place to be. Because they're like, Larry, we got to sell, man. Prices are hopping here, Jane and Finch. Is anybody named Larry at Jane and Finch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's some Larrys there. So so Larry at Jane and Finch is making out like a bandit. Larry in Simcoe County is making out like a bandit. Larry in Durham, is he still happy? Larry in Durham? Larry in Durham's very happy. It, It looks like the Larrys have it. Yeah, crazy. Eh? Everybody's happy and nobody's happy all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because people probably really want to buy stuff, right? 125 people looking at one house. Like, there's no way that 125 people looked at that listing and were like, perfect. Like, this is, this is my dream home. We have to go see it today. No, they were like, Larry, like if we don't, what choice do we have? Yeah, we're not going to get anything again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we got to go. Listen, cancel the visit with your mother. All right, tell the kids they're not going to baseball this afternoon. We're going to go see that house. So, and then, so what does this do? This is an interesting thing to take a look at, but this is what's going to happen. 
they have to, we have to start building more, right? So if these are some of the most beautifully designed new buildings in Toronto, okay? Mm -hmm. So if, and I want to, I want to, if this is what we came up with, do we need more construction or what? Because check this out. Um, I'm not even sure what this picture is. I think fallen, I know this soldier, building man. is at like Bathurst and King. I think it's the Loblaws. They rebuilt the heritage building. Yeah. They took it down illegally. Um, okay. So somehow this made the list of the best new buildings coming in Toronto. Yeah, so I, it's not I even assume, like providing shade. It's like, well, this is our new homeless shelter. It's, it would seem. <laughs> it didn't even stop the rain. Like, no. Yeah, man, are these kids having fun on the concrete pad or what? It looks it looks like they're running away from it. <laughs> I think they're scared. I think they're running away. I think they're let's, let's play football on a concrete pad. No, the ball okay. the ball went first. So now this made it. Yeah. Oh, this is some kind of a garb. What are you doing here? Yeah, I like the garbage can. But that, I guess, isn't the new affordable housing. That's what this is. It's the cubbyhole system. We got the the new bridge that goes a, across uh, the Eaton Center. That's uh, that's made the top list here. What about people who've got like you know issues with their balance and stuff like that, right? I don't know. Like, like who even goes here? You got vertigo. Place? Like that might be like a dangerous bridge to walk across. I would be afraid. This I don't know what this is, but this is somebody's doing something cool. Top building, a uh, uh, modern, normal looking house. This is a pretty yep. pathetic list, right? Oh, yeah. here we go. A painted brick rehab. That's nice. Is that a Starbucks? Might be a Starbucks. Yeah. Okay. Now, oh, here's that building I again. I think that looks so, but really now, good. But this is a beautiful, look how, I mean, look how beautiful this is. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's so beautiful. What's going to happen when Loblaws changes names, you know, like every the other Loblaw? major grocer? Has ever had happen to it? You get bought out by American companies, and they'll call they're that. They're pretty so big. They're pretty big now. Else. This is beautiful. Like, what the hell is this thing all about? Where is this? Gives me a headache. Gives me a headache. I feel dizzy. Yeah. Did we run out? Those, no. That no. whole the whole middle section's on an angle. Yeah. It's very that's by wild. the. That's by uh, Richmond. Very wild and wacky. This one here, I think we all know this building. I mean, this is just beautiful, especially if you love watching cars go by mm -hmm. and smog. Now, if you are planning on throwing a chair off your balcony, this would be the perfect place for you to live. Because one of the here. balconies below might catch it. Yeah, right? or you'll be TikTok famous. Yeah. Like the chair girl, right? Yep. And then this, I don't know which one we're looking at. Is it the one in the back or the one in the front? Must I think be. it's the one in the front, but I don't think so. Or maybe they're building I, I, something on I don't top agree. of this thing. I this do is not, not concur. This is not good, though, right? I yeah. don't know which one. What are we buying? This building? Are we buying into this building? Are we buying into this? I don't know. But this is obviously on the top of the list, right? Beautiful. Now, that is something special. Because you know what? They've they, the, the windows are not in a row. So yeah. it's really nice. Yeah. This is approved. Oh, that's it. We ran out of stuff to look at. Well, and this is what we are considering the most beautiful stuff that's coming down the pipe in the city. I, I feel like that list was was underperforming. Underperforming. But why would you overperform when there's a housing crisis, a shortage? There's no inventory anywhere. And you're about to release 400 units in your blah top just, of the list building. I'm just going to stack a bunch of shipping containers on top of each other and paint them all the same color and say, there you go. See oh you later. My God, if, if, if construction prices weren't going up so crazy. Oh, hold on a sec. They're back down. Aren't they back down? Construction prices are back down. Lumber is apparently down to pre COVID levels, pre pre COVID levels. Pre no. They are. I read it the, on the internet. Okay, but that's the commodity price. That's not the actual cost that they're paying. Uh, I talked to my I talked to my concrete guy who works for one of the biggest concrete companies in Toronto, and prices for concrete have not gone down. They've only gone up. So it was sure. at one at one point it was between eight and ten dollars per square foot. 
that they were charging. And now it's 18 to 21 per square foot. Tell me that again. It was eight to $10 per square foot for them to, to do 10. yeah the concrete work, right? No, Pre, Pre-COVID, no. 18 yeah. to 21. That is a serious increase of so, the concrete. Of the concrete, so they're doing. We're let's see say bankruptcies everywhere. How can you build anything? Let's let's say they're doing a you know I don't know a, a decent sized building. Call it two hundred thousand square feet. You're fucked. Yeah, two hundred thousand is like a av- not even average, small. Right. Exactly. So now you're talking about on top of that, right? Um, an extra two million dollars of concrete. Doubling the concrete. Yeah, an extra ten bucks per square foot. It's going to be way more than 2 million bucks. Well, if they're doubling the price of square foot and going from 10 to 20, that's an extra $10 per square foot, 200,000 square feet, 2 million bucks. Yeah, that that increase. I mean, there's so much concrete in a building. Mm. Plus, like what happens in these kind of scenarios? I mean, the guys with the big concrete businesses and the big lumber businesses and the big steel businesses, like these guys are really smart. They're not dumb, right? They're for the most part they're, they're working really together smart. so Who's not only are the prices going up on the commodity end but the guys are sitting there going this is our chance boys pump those prices yeah. push push put the pedal to the metal because i'm not going, going back down. down are you going back down i'm not going back down let's just hold this price right because where else are you going to get concrete them. from there's oh, only look. so many guys who can pour those forms in these big buildings right first of all most of the guys that own those businesses also are the developers Okay. Not all of them. No. No, I didn't say all. I said most. It is the ones, the that, the ones that I'm thinking level. of. Are, yeah, maybe they've got guys who are part of a development team and stuff like that. They may not but be. They're the pretty big guy. on their, they're pretty big, but like like Paracon, like Verde Alliance, like uh, Ellis Dawn, like these are major construction companies that. that yeah, and they're partners on lots of stuff. Lots I know. of stuff. I know because they get involved, they but there's involved. development companies that are separate. Sure, but yeah. they're all tied together. A lot of them are really tied together. They're brothers, with, probably. Well, listen. You do construction, I'll do the development. I'll meet you at the brothers, top. Brothers, in-laws, yeah. like whoever, right? What's the matter for you? What's the matter for you? Why, why let him do it? Yeah, We're already doing it. Anyways, so these guys are like, we're just going to pass it on to the end user. There's no inventory. We can literally price this stuff at like, almost anything people need it so bad like they're just gonna once it gets absorbed like who who what 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 do you know that costs like less than it used to right like hmm. what, what what costs, costs less, less now than it used to than it we used were, to two years ago no, or even any time 20 years ago 10 years ago five years ago three months ago like maybe mm-hmm. gasoline like maybe some stocks but like food is more expensive like cars are more expensive mm-hmm. housing is more expensive copper and computers and computers and phones. no computers I mean, are cheaper remember remember when you used to sign a contract for for a cell phone and they'd give you an iphone for free <laughs> yeah right but now an iphone is 12 14 16 1800 bucks right mm-hmm. it's a, these are these are their computers now they don't give away computers with data plans anymore yeah. right but that's like everything's crazy increases in prices, crazy, and they're not going away. It's not transitory. It may have come in transitory, but it's not leaving transitory. It's staying put. I think a lot of costs will come back down that are inflated to the point that don't that, that doesn't make sense. I agree. There's inflation, prices go up. That's just the way the world works. I've been ordering, you know, a McChicken, okay, for 20 years. Right. And at one point I could buy my McChicken for a dollar thirty-nine. Right. And now that McChicken is at least two and a half times the cost that it used to be. I was thinking and the half the size. Thing. I used to be able to go down to the store. It was called yeah. Pizza Chef on the corner. A dollar yeah. twenty-five got me a slice and a coke, including yeah. tax. I gave him a dollar twenty-five. He gave yeah. me a can of coke and a piece of pizza. And this yeah. was no small piece of pizza. This yeah. was like a slice of pizza. Yeah, when you little go Caesars. Into the place, right? Yeah, little Caesars was like two bucks. How much is a slice of pizza and a can of Coke now? Eight bucks? Nine bucks? And no, maybe? Probably five. Seven? Six. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, what's that increase? That's like five times what your numbers, five times. Yeah. Maybe if you order pepperoni, it goes to eight, nine bucks now or two toppings. Oh, you like wanted pepperoni. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> you right, want you're me to greedy. heat this? Not Hold on. You're getting greedy. Charge. And you're getting like charge. RC cola. Right. Anyways, yeah. we're digressing past the time and my whole family's waiting for oh. me to help out with the uh, garage sale. Did but we solve any problems today? We did. We solved the problem of not knowing which direction this market is heading in. Great. There is zero doubt in and anybody's mind that has people still find brain, us. There's a few hundred people that may or may not be in agreement with us at any point in time, but they're listening for a reason. And we're not negative on this show. We're super so. positive. I think we're super we're like, positive. We're very bullish, but not because we have vested interests in the real estate market. No, because we're not selling anything here. We're just, we're just looking at it like this. Okay. You're if you had bought a subs. home at any <laughs> any point in time in the last 25 years, at right. any point in time, 30 years, okay, you would be making out like a bandit today and you would thank us. So we're just trying to help your future self by not feeding you a bunch of negative BS that is based on somebody whose ego is telling them one day I'll be right and trying to hold up you on your real estate investment plans. I think it is really... And I'm not kidding here. I think the media is the top tool for the central banks right now. I think it is a serious tool to help kind of calm or stir up the economy. Mm -hmm. Because they've run out, like interest rates are no longer a weapon. They have yeah. not, that, that is not in their bag of tricks anymore. They just need to talk about it. They don't they even need to, need to raise interest rates. They just need to say, look, we're Quarter watching. We're, we're seeing what's going on right now, and it's exuberant. We expect Something's going to change. We're changing. We're changing the CPI. Ooh. Ooh. They, they, <laughs> did you hear that, Larry? They're changing the CPI. I heard it on CNN. Yeah. All right. Larry and Esther well, got to go to bed. Find us on any podcast channel that exists. We are there. If we're not there, let us know let and us we'll know. post it there. Maybe. Yeah. But also we're on YouTube. So like, yeah. comment and subscribe. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you later. Thanks. And thanks to for our guest today. Yes. Thank you for our, for our lovely guest. I had more fun, I think, than I would have if our guest showed up. Most likely. But I'll see crazy. you next week. Just you and I, Daryl. Long weekend. See you. Oh, no. Well, but it's not a long weekend. We'll talk. We'll talk. New on Curiosity Stream, uncover engineering secrets from history's greatest masters. From the mysteries of the first man-made waterways to the building techniques of the early Americas, it's ancient engineering. Plus, 40 tons of trucks speeding down the interstate can be a recipe for disaster. See how today's smarter new age big rigs pave the way for safer highways on high-tech trucks. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.